TFI Local Link Limerick Clare is a company set up for the express purpose of providing transport to communities within counties Limerick and Clare. It is a non-for-profit company and is one of 15 transport coordination units for rural transport funded by the Department of Transport, Tourism and Sport and administered by the National Transport Authority. And to tell us more on this service, we're joined by Killian Griffey, Local Link Transport Operations Coordinator for Clare. Killian, good morning to you. Morning, Laura. It's great to have you. Uh, great to have you join us here in in our studio in Scarif. First of all, Killian, before we get into the nitty gritty stuff, um, can you tell us what your role as Transport Operations Coordinator for Clare is? What what does it involve? Yeah, I suppose it's a fairly varied uh, role, and I suppose I'd be involved in route development, so engaging with communities on a monthly and and yearly basis, just to tie in with them to see, look, are the current uh, TFI local link routes uh, meeting their needs? Um, if there are any unmet needs in the area where some of our, our routes aren't going um, and if people want to get to a certain place. So we need to gather as much detail as possible from people in order to hopefully develop new routes. So there has to be evidence base and demand there from people. Another aspect is uh, bus inspections from from a safety perspective um, and also a, a marketing side, for, which yes, is the reason why I'm here yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so look, at it's a, it's a varied role. I'd be out on the road as well as in the in the office in terms of making slight amendments to timetables um, and especially at the moment it's about uh, the record investment we've seen in public transport and trying to just roll out any areas in Clare that have been left sure, without sure. any public transport for a while. And you've had great news in recent times and many of our listeners will be familiar with of course the local link transport here in East Clare but in West Clare for the moment we might as well just talk about and we can't forget them um, the expansion of the local link bus service in West Clare has been described as a milestone in the provision of improved public transport in the area. Can you tell us a little bit more about the new routes that started in West Clare? Yeah, I suppose the main route that we expanded was our C12 uh, Milltown Tennis route. And that initially was just a two-day-a-week service on a Friday and Saturday. And it was mainly in the middle parts of the day, so it didn't really suit commuters. Mm -hmm. So we received hundreds of um, submissions from people in Milton Malbay to say, well, look, our current service, we do have a current service, but in order to get to Ennis, they had to go up to Le Hinch, Ennis Diamond, yeah, Kinfanora, Colourfin, and then yeah. into Ennis. So yeah, they got, yeah. as people would describe, a tour of North Clare. Yeah. Um, and there are certain bus airing routes that they're, they're trying to cover as many areas as possible, but it makes the route very long and not the direct route. So we decided to go that direct road, the Kilmaley Road. Um, so we've now expanded it to six days a week uh, for people there. And when you're, when you're trying to set up a new route, What's the planning process like? What have you to look into before starting a route? Yeah, so I suppose initially it would be a public consultation. We'd go out into the communities, hold meetings, and they would express their views as to what they want to see um, and obviously gather those unmet needs. So then the next process, and this was done a few years ago, and we've just been waiting for that funding to come along so that we could initialise the route. Um, so then we'd get funding from the National Transport Authority then, mm-hmm. um, but most of the routes would come up for tender every five years. So that would give us an opportunity then to make amendments or add-ons to existing routes. Uh, so that was that was done. So a lot of the routes uh, in the last month have been uh, expanded and changed in order to accommodate uh, different people, so workers, people that go in for their shopping appointments um, and various, you know, trying to cover everybody that wants to use a service. Yes. 
Um, how uh, well do you feel your roots are saturated now? Do you have a lot of space on it, or uh, are you would you like to see a lot more people using the the roots that have been provided? Yeah, I, I give one example of Broadford. Broadford only has a one day a week service with bus Aaron on a Saturday. Um, and I think we, we, we probably did, um, on the on Thursday, I think we actually had uh, Broadford to, to Shannon. But again, no Ennis or proper Limerick connection. So it takes people, I think, a while. It's gone to a seven-day-a-week service now into Ennis and Limerick with ourselves on our Route 318. And I suppose it does take time for people to realise that there is that level of service there and to get used to public transport Mm -hmm. and so there is that certain buy-in but I've looked at the passenger numbers since we launched that route in September and it has been increasing month on month so and it's a for a variety of different uh, people so students trying to get into college uh, from from East Clare and also just people wanting a night out in Limerick as well Um, so there's various different reasons why people and it's great to hear those stories and if we didn't hear those stories we wouldn't be fully attached to what's going on and I, I oh sorry, go on ahead. Yeah, one thing yeah. I was going to ask, um, one of the main reasons for the, the present government providing the funding for this uh, would be the effort to uh, provide a service so that people don't have to use uh, cars and to reduce emissions. But to what extent do you feel that you're able to provide for people that could actually do without a car or that could, that could actually get to work in the morning and, and get home after work and that type of thing yeah. rather than, than driving around and... Um, yeah, well, I suppose we recognise that Clare is a very rural county yeah. uh, and that's why we have two main services, our RRS, which is our regular rural service and they're more your stop-to-stop um, and that operates very strictly to a timetable and then we have our demand-responsive services, our door-to-door services and they can divert off to collect a person from their home so I think there is merit of having those two models um, because, you know, like you said, a person getting to work has to know what time they're going to get into Ennis or Limerick um, Is that door-to-door service working okay um, for you now? Yeah, it yeah. is, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, there, there still is passengers that uh, would would depend on that, um, you know, that might otherwise feel isolated if they didn't get out for the once or twice a week, get the bus from the door and into into town or whatever to do the shopping and get back again. So, look, I'd, I'd say to anyone listening there that get in touch with us if you are uh, near a route. Um, and if you don't know where the nearest route is, contact us and we'll do up. I was just going to ask, is, yeah. there, is there a consultation beforehand, depending on your geographical location? If yeah. you're a certain distance out from the town, you might be able to drive out that far. Is that yeah. the way it works? Our parameters would be for a demand responsive route that it's able to divert four kilometres out Outside. and four kilometres okay. back. Okay. Uh, now, it's subject to analysis in trying to fit in because they do have timetables and we're trying to we're trying to fit in everyone as best we can. So we'll have to just, if they can give us their air code, we're able to do an analysis on and it. And for the people that are outside that, that, that zone, the four kilometre zone, what would you say to those? Well, I would say still get in contact with us because, as I said, we log their unmet need in in our system and it helps the more of those we get. Obviously, then that demand then will hopefully transfer into a a new route Mm -hmm. later on. Very good. Um, And another another welcoming news recently, in Budget 2024, it was announced that there would be 
a 20% reduction in public transport fares. This is welcoming, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And some of those new routes that were launched in September, the, the 318 Ennis to Limerick via Quinn and Broadford, yes. the 342 Flagmount to Ennis via Fecal and Scarif, and then our 344 Whitegate to Ennis via Scarif. All of those three routes now have the ticketing technology that a leap card can be used on. So that just means a reduction in the use of cash, making the service more efficient. But we're still accepting cash and that's still important. And we also accept the free travel pass as well. And so it's just a matter of showing that to the driver. Make, making sure it's valid and yes. uh, people can travel. On that. Very good. So, so it's easy to use. So yeah, easy to exactly. use. Very good. And data from Census 2022. Um, I heard it there on the radio recently. Clear has the second lowest proportion of people using public transport on a daily basis in the country at a rate of just 6.1%. Mm. What's, what's the reason for this? Yeah, I was, I was surprised to hear that now, to be honest, because it's not really what I'm seeing on the ground uh, myself. And even in those last one or two years, there's been massive change, especially in Clare in public transport. And I spent most of my time trying to uh, make the timetables work for as many people as possible uh, because they weren't conducive uh, for people that wanted to get in and out for work. So we've tried to make the timetables work for everyone. Um, in the early morning to get people into Ennis and Limerick before before nine and also in the late evening having those options for people that finish at five, half five and after six. So it's definitely a challenge to try and accommodate everyone but now, now that our routes now have come through um, that process of the tendering process and rigorous um, assessment of where everything was at. I think if people just log on to locallinklc.ie to see all of our routes, we have very good coverage throughout the county and I would hope that it would suit some, at least one route would suit um, um, people if they were to, to look on. Now, some some concerns that were raised recently is um, in relation to yourselves and Oakalink, uh, bus shelters and bus timetables mm-hmm. at each town and village. Yes. Uh, will you have to improve on that? Yeah, well, well look, at, we, we can't put up a bus shelter or uh, a sign ourselves. We're dependent on the National Transport Authority and Clare County Council. So I've tried in the last three, three and a half years to develop those relationships and we have a very good working relationship with the engineers and the council and they're well aware of the issues that we have highlighted and many passengers to us so we'd like to see uh, bus stop sign, signage and also shelters. There has been a rollout of bus shelters um, not so much in East Clare we're relying on the councillors and the municipal district to raise the fact that the areas in which need to be highlighted for those bus shelters to go in so for the likes of um in shannon they've they've if you tra- travel through shannon all of those bus shelters in shannon now have Very been upgraded yeah. new yeah. one in Newmarket, new one in killaloo so like that we're making submissions to the di- various different um like the, there was a mount shannon uh, active travel so we've made a submission to that that we want to see at least uh, bus stop markings on the ground uh, to show where the bus will pull in because in, coming into uh, into summertime with tourists and everything they need to know where to stand to get the bus uh, so we've, we've been trying to use all avenues to try and progress that and we have a text in from a listener here 089258 hi can you ask Killian would would we would, would he be interested in doing a school run my kids can't get the CIE school bus as there's no spaces on it so has that been in the pipeline 
Yeah, well, the school transport system is separate uh, to ourselves. We're, we're mainly public transport, but we're, we try and accommodate on our new revised timetables um, school times into it. So uh, for a while there, when the, there was the, the school bus crisis there last year, a lot of the students did come onto our uh, routes um, temporarily until that was sorted out. But look, we'd like to see it under the one umbrella of the Department of Transport. At the moment, school transport is under the remit of the Department of Education. So, But for example, one of our routes, our C2 route, runs between Scarif and Killaloo. And that is public transport, but it just so happens that the majority of people on that bus are heading to uh, St Anne's. Okay. Secondary school okay. in um, in Killaloo, so like they are using our own existing routes for that for that purpose. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patrick, want to ask a question? Can I ask that, just as a follow up to that? Um, if if a group like yours was contracted to do the school bus business, would would there be would that mean that you'd have use of some of their buses then for other times of the day? Uh, because I assume that some of these buses that are used for school runs aren't that busy at times other than school times. Yeah, I suppose a point has been made numerous times to me that, you know, the school run, the the, the, uh, private operators that have the school runs um, are obviously full at that time in the morning coming up to nine o'clock and then at three or four o'clock and then they're not doing anything in between. So, like, it it is a broader issue. We're not... Uh, asked to contract for for, um, any school runs specifically it's really the private operators but we would subcontract out to the private operators so they would be running the services on our behalf you know so and finally uh, looking at East Clare again um, any more future projects down the line for local link in East Clare well, I think um, this tranche of expansion has yeah. has has happened, and I, I probably should go through uh, yeah. some of the routes if we have time. The, as I said, the, the, I've gone through the three RRS routes that were launched last September, but for example, there is, uh, as I said, a C10 route that runs from um, Broadford Six Mile Bridge to Shannon, and then we also have our C7 route, that C7A route that runs uh, from uh, Fecal flag mount and up to Gort so people uh, do want to, that connection with Gort as well so we're not within our own country boundaries yes. we're looking at yes. people in North Clare much, yeah. that, uh, and North and um, and West Clare that want to get into to Gort as well and sorry I forgot to mention as well you know with the demand in service you obviously are looking for bus drivers of course as well yes, yeah. to run the buses how, how can pe- is there a way of people applying for a job like that or how does it work yeah well we don't employ the drivers ourselves it's the private operators that would uh, employ the driver so it definitely would be those uh, people would be uh, hiring the the driver so there is as you said a shortage of drivers um, but we're very lucky with the drivers we have at the moment I've I've met most of them and it's the we obviously get a lot of uh, positive publicity there from the passengers to say that look it's a bit of crack on the bus as well and the drivers are full of chat and there's a bit (laughs) of a laugh and and people enjoy getting on the bus for that reason anything else you want to mention before we go um, I just that I suppose again the contact number uh, for yes. people that want to, to get in contact 065-671-9101 and there's a multitude of different ways of getting in contact with us uh, through email limbricclare at locallink.ie and of course the website locallinklc.ie but as I said if people are bamboozled by all the timetables they can contact Indeed. us and we can uh, do a transport proposal for them so very good. Killian, many thanks for joining us thanks on the programme. Uh, that was Killian Griffey, Local Link Transport Operations Coordinator for Clare, joining us on Saturday Chronicle.